the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 333 of the Heart of LFC podcast. That's right. We're here for the opening day preview. Welcome to MLS opening day 2024. It is upon us. Messi got his win last night. Good for him. I can't wait to play them. I got to be honest. It's sad they're not on our schedule, but who knows? Maybe we'll find them another way. That being said, of course, MLS 2024 has been rather interesting already. Well, we've seen great progress, like, you know, part-time refs, growing numbers of turf fields, USL poised to dominate the Open Cup. Hey, it's cool. It's still football, and it's still on. Of course, before we get into the preview and get moving today, I'm talking about our match against the Sounders to introduce our team. Our team is us, me, and Bam. Bam's in the mix. How how you doing, Bam? It's nice to see you not recording from your car. Yeah, yeah. I got home on time today, so that's quite good. Um, if you see me looking after the side, I'm just keeping up to date with the other league that kicked off this weekend. Um, got the J League kicking off, so got Hiroshima versus Euro Red Diamond. So it's so far 25 minutes in, still nil nil, but it's going to be a good game. I can tell you that it's a J League. It's always good. It's a J League, yeah, and you know, uh, offensive-minded, fun football, and supporters that are really engaged. So. I know it's a row on the road. We prefer a railway at home. You know, it's a perfect show, but it's still it's still football. It's still beautiful. All right, so let's get into it right away, of course. If you want to talk about rumors and what's going on with the club right now, not a whole lot outside opening day. Uh, the rumors are still as is. Vela's doing Vela things. The quotes from the club are pretty much, hey, the talks are still happening. It's not official or anything like that. Nothing is signed. But apparently his locker is still full. I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but I guess he's getting an extended vacation. Maybe he is still coming back. Fun times. Bam, how do you put that, man? That it's come out that his locker's still still there. See what happens this weekend. See if he's in the building. See if he's around. You know, it's one of the things where it's you might just need a long break for his mental health, which you never know. Y'all need those sometimes. That's for sure. That's for sure. And it's, you know, after this last season, I think a lot of the guys needed a good reset. So um still feeling it though. I mean, did you saw you saw that interview with with Ilya uh this couple days ago, and you could sell you could still have there's an edge there. There's something there. So that's all right. It's kind of a good vibe to, sometimes to get into when you start a season that you you already got the mindset like we got to get back, man. Like, exactly. Second. The, the, they've been there when we've won. They've been there when we lost, and they when they know which one they prefer to be at. Yeah, and 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 it's again the edge is right. Instead of feeling all bad about themselves, it's more like, oh no, we could have done better. We should have been better. Let's go do this. Let's go take care of business. Uh, it's the right culture. It's why that we bring the people in. We bring in. Uh, <laughs> you see it. There's, there's no doubt. Um, let's see. Outside of that, I know the other rumor is a massive signing for the summer. I want to wish one in right now. Luka Modric is not going to resign for Real Madrid. I came out too this week, so could we? <laughs> Can we pray for something like that? Yes, Bam. I'm going to throw one out. How about a 24-year-old the size of Messi who is dominating the A-League right now? George Nisbet. Oh, man, you've brought his name up before, haven't you? Yep. Yeah, okay. How do you think he's going to sell now? Oh, he he's the same size as is about the same size as Messi. So it just shows you height doesn't mean much. He's 24 years old. He doesn't have long in his contract left with the Central Coast Mariners. He's ready for a big move overseas. So there it is. Are you listening? He'll, he'll, say, hey. he'll be cheaper than Modra. <laughs> yeah, but. I'd like a Modric LAFC jersey. I'm not gonna lie, man. That guy's that guy's magic. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, the vibe would fit. He would fit. Could you imagine the passes to Buanga? I'm just saying, it would be it would be amazing. 
So, yeah, we can wish for these things. That's for sure. Um, let's see. Other things going on. Uh, Chicho is captain of RSLs. Interesting for former players. That was kind of cool to see that he got the armband. Uh, and then, of course, leading up to it, we've had our last preseason game against Toronto FC. Okay, that's fine. Move on. We've got a bigger thing to worry about. Uh, LAFC 2 is now kicking off their preseason. They beat uh, the community-owned Orange County SC 1-0. Um the 87th minute game winner. So good for them. Uh, Julian Gaines is gone. He's now gone off to Nashville. But that's pretty much where we're at right now in terms of LAFC2. We're just we're waiting for it to get started as well and waiting for new names. I think that's the big one. Even with a big club, there's still the question, right, Bam? 100%. It's, you know, a 1-0 win against Orange County who, look, I'm, I'm going to say now, what they're doing with, with the community-owned club, good on them. I back that 100%. Yeah, I mean, against the grain when it comes to to U.S. teams, any any pro team in the U.S. community owned, like it's a rarity. It's something special. I hope it works. I really do. Um, will it get them into MLS or anywhere near MLS? No, that's okay. It's probably better that way. Let's be honest. So, uh, yeah, good on them for doing what they're doing, and just again, keep up the good fight. I hope them and their league continue to stay strong and can can fight off any negativity headed their way. Um, let's see other things we got to look at community wise again, match is going to be at one thirty. tailgates are on, they are back. Um, there's a lot going on restrictions. Don't worry about it. People just go out and have a good time. Um, basically, yeah, uh, there's going to be breakfast tailgates. Be ready for them. There's going to be early entry. Be ready for that too. The announcements will come soon when the gates open and all that fun stuff. Um, are you looking, you know, for, for activation from LAFC in the Christmas tree lane. No, that's not, that's not the thing this week because it's too early of a game, but the fields will still be open. There'll be plenty of jerseys at the HQ and it's, it's on. It's definitely on. Um, our boy, Tony is finally up and running. I think he's ready. So I'm going to throw him right into the mix here. He loves when I do this to him. Should I do it, Bam? We get him. We got him. Yeah. He's waving. <laughs> Hi, Tony. How are you? Yeah. How are you guys? So we just got to your area of the news, which is, of mm -hmm. course, community news. Mm -hmm. uh, mentioned to everybody, of course, tailgating and all that is back, right, sir? We're back mm -hmm. to this again? Yes, we are. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you'd like to add for community news before we get into the match against Seattle? Uh, nothing right now. Um, there is a – the only thing that's the big one is, of course, is there is a fundraiser going on for uh, the family of Vina from LAO. Uh, the link is in the description description for the pit for lao's page so just click the link and donate what you can but other than that there's nothing just besides tailgating you know behave don't do anything dumb we it's a privilege not a right and that's the best way to say it yep and then in terms of of the north end i mean there is activation I can say that in the North End. So if you can get into the North End as early as possible, please do so. Um, for your own benefit, get in early. It is critically important that you do for this game. It is opening day, of course. But things are in motion. So definitely go in early um, and contribute. Ultimately, contribute. Uh, it's back on. It's real. It's happening. Um, on that note, of course, we can move on. I see we're going pretty quick tonight for very obvious reasons. We're getting ready for opening day, too. Um, I'm going to go to you, Bam. You had an idea for the Black and Gold Vinyl Club Minute, so I'm going to throw it right to you, sir. I, I did, and seeing Tony's in, in here. Tony, have you ever heard the saying, saying I want to win all the chocolates? The hell? You, there's, a, there's a saying out there that says, I want to win all the chocolates. I want to win all the trophies. Give me all the chocolates. Now, the with that hell? being you never heard that saying before? No. Wow, it must be an Australian thing. Yeah, well, I was say it's an Australian thing. Well, that being said, there's a band from Japan that has a song saying, Give Me Chocolate. So for that this week, we're going with Baby Metal and their song, Give Me Chocolate from 2014. Baby Metal, Give Me Chocolate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know that one. I, I know that one. I know that song. But okay, then. Remember never there we go. like in that same like that so i mean we do want all the chocolate do we not want all the chocolate i want all the we chocolate last season but uh, new season we want all the chocolate again exactly and and if you've been paying attention to 
the MLS media, it's been rather interesting in where everybody's at. And it, it's kind of like everyone's taking the approach on LAFC of, of oh, they still look good. <laughs> Man, they still look good. And they're going to get better in the summer. And that's kind of the dreaded vibe that we're getting outside of Seattle looking like they're going to be good. A couple of the Eastern teams standing out. It's us again. <laughs> what are they going to do? Um, which is nice to be that team. You know, not the favorites, but the 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 dark horse as as you know, the choice to be the dark horse as we rebuild this team. But uh, yeah, that's good. That's for sure. Um, all right. I think what I'm going to do now, we're going to throw this up a little bit different. I see a lot of comments on there. I think we're just going to throw it up to the comments first before we get into the preview. See where you guys are at as you're getting ready for opening day and what's going down. Uh, because it's real, man. We are back. It is the season. So let's see what we got going on. Ooh, from the top, we've got Dave Gomez checking in. Good to see Dave on here. Yes, it is opening weekend. Cannot freaking wait. Um, it's Jibble is on as well. Says it's time. Excited to start another special season with everyone. For sure, for sure. Wolf is on as well. Says what's good, Black and Gold family. Good to have you on. Um, two more nights and it's game day. Feels like less, man. Feels like less. This day's almost done, so it feels like less. Uh, Soccer USA says around 75th minute, there will be a pause in the game, and, and the mariachis will kick in, and Vela will come running uh, in, ready to go to a roaring crowd as he gives a, a Ric Flair woo, right? <laughs> and he's he's there. No. We'll see what happens. It'll be, Dude, what if, what if they were like, hey, let's announce the signing and make him the Falconer? Like, that would be nuts, too, having fun with these things. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Burke is on as well. Uh, ready to have some beers and beer showers in the North End Faithful this week. I want four beer showers. I'm just calling it right now. I want four. I know it's Seattle, but I want four beer showers. So that's what I'm asking for. Good stuff, uh, Burke. Uh, let's see. We've got Wolf back on. He says, La, La Monarca's Bakery. They still have three raffle tickets still available for Saturday. Uh, last day tomorrow. There it is. Araceli from New York. Says, hey guys, can't wait for this weekend. We talked to her a little earlier tonight. She is busy, busy putting in the work for the sake of the game. I'll say it that way. Um, but she'll be there for a little while. And we'll hopefully get her back next week. Araceli, safe travels to you. Uh, Soccer USA says, which new signing has a better season? Tomas Angel or David mm -hmm. Martinez? Ooh, that is a good one. I'm going to go to Tony first. What do you think, man? Angel or Martinez? Thomas Angel or David Martinez? Um, honestly, I wouldn't even... For those two, I think that's a better sign is David Martinez, but I'm like kind of on the camp of Omar Campos is like the better signing. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, no, I think Campos is going to be a great move. I mean, he was a great move. That dude is way, yeah, that was a steal by LAFC. That's for sure. Um, Bam, I'll go to you. Angel or Martinez? For me, I'm going to say Angel. Angel in the immediate. Okay. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I just, I just got a feeling. It's something that yeah, just going to yeah. go with. Okay. You're kind of in my camp. I'm kind of in that. Okay, so here's the deal. Martinez is a coup as well. And it is going to be special with him. But he is younger. He is younger. Um, there's some development there. We're going to lose him for periods of time this year. Right? Um, still very active with his with the national setup. Youth and adult. Right? I mean, it, it, it's really interesting. He is a superstar in the making. There is no doubt. Thomas on hell, on the other hand, is a little bit older. He's already been showing great promise at the at the club and national level. I think he's going to be a media darling. The fact that he could basically hold an interview in both languages with flawless, you know, usage. I mean, if he starts taking off and starts scoring some goals, he's he's another star, you know, and, and he's going to fly. You know the background already. You know that he's already comfortable here, growing up the way he did. Um, I think to me in the immediate, it's on hell, uh, on hell for the first half of the year, for sure. I don't know who's coming in the summer, uh, but he really does get a chance to feature. And I think you're going to see more of a battle between on hell, 
Uh, I mean, again, I think their positioning will be different as well. And Angel's going to be fighting for that center role. I really do. I think that's where he's going to be fighting. So Martinez will be fighting for the outside, you know, on the wings. Uh, so should be interesting. Should be interesting. Am I happy we got both? Yeah. But I think in the immediate, it'll be on hell. Uh, but Martinez, yeah, this guy is going to be something special. I No doubt about that. What do you think, Soccer USA? I'll throw it back to you. Uh, I want to hear where you're at on this one. That's for sure. Um, let's see. What is the MLS team with the most home opening win games? Probably us, man. We don't lose those, right? I mean, percentage wise, we don't, we don't, we don't mess that up. Um, I just know that it's going to be good. <laughs> That's I'm going to put it that way. I feel confident anytime we play at home. Bam's sitting the same way. Like, don't know who it is, but it feels like us. Hundred percent. Uh, I I just hope that we do what a team in Australia did in rugby league, Melbourne Storm. They've been around since ninety seven, ninety eight. They've never lost an opening match. That's amazing. That is amazing. It really is. That's awesome. That's cool. Um, let's see. Soccer USA has got another good question for us. Where are they getting replacement refs from? All right, so I guess our great example would be the Miami match against RSL. The VAR guy, they brought out a retirement. He retired last year. So they had a retiree as your VAR. The center guy, like this, the center ref, head guy, USL. They got him from USL. The lines were USL as well. So we know where they're coming from. I think that's what we saw. Um, it's going to be a hodgepodge at this point. I think it's a bit embarrassing, to be honest with you, uh, knowing that other leagues have full salaried with benefit referees, full professionals, and we're hodgepodging guys out of retirement because we just don't want to follow through with our current referees. It's it's not good. It's, it's a bad look, man. Um, it needs to be fixed. It needs to be figured out. Um, if what's true is true and what we're hearing from the rest is true, they're justified in what they're doing. I got to be honest. I back it. I do. Um, they, they Things have to get better. And if you have to do this, you have to do this. It, I get it. I totally get it. Um, does it stink? Yeah. But this is the time to do it. What other time would be would fit? Um, looking to you, Bam, what are you thinking, man? Look, for us to be taken more seriously as a league, why we don't have full paid referees, all that kind of stuff. It's the next, it's the next step forward besides getting rid of the um, salary cap. Let's be honest; they're the two things that's biggest at holding us back globally compared to other to other um, leagues in the world. Yeah, you know, and if you think about it this way. If you do pay a proper wage, career wage, you can start poaching referees from other countries, right? I mean, respectfully, yeah, you can get them from around the world if it's enough, uh, and you'll get better refereeing, right? It makes a proper competition. And if it's something that's lucrative, you'll see the development of referees improve in the, in the country as well because there's something to work towards, Right. It's something to well, work towards, and you'll get better quality in the long run. Well, no, that though, yeah. like I've been saying this for a few years now, is our league goes over a time where a lot of European leagues don't play. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of young referees in those leagues that could do some good coming over to the MLS, doing, say, f- two months worth of refereeing. And you can get some of the better referees that way too. You're giving them a stepping stone to get better and you're making having some of our local refs here learn from some of the best in the world. Agreed. Agreed. It makes it makes sense. I mean, if you want to be a big league, right? Have the best players playing here, you should probably have the best refs and recruit them too. It's got a match. You know, I think we've talked about I've talked this band for years. The biggest thing holding back this league is the refereeing. I've always felt that way, that it just wasn't at the level that it needed to be. I think anybody could agree with that. You watch these games, and now in the early stages of the year, it's going to be even worse. Like, 
it's going to affect games. It's going to affect points. And we're going to talk, talk about games in October and teams trying to make the playoffs. And you're going to look it back at the first three, four weeks of the season and go, man, what about those games? And how it's going to cost the team its playoff spot. That's what's going to happen. Um, so it's tough. It's tough. I just hope the right people make the right decisions and they find the numbers that they're all happy with. That's all I can hope for. And it's fast. That's for sure. Uh, let's see. LSU Wolf says, do you believe the new grass installed at BMO uh, will be good for game day or will it cause trouble? It's two ways to look at it. I got to be honest. We need the new grass. It makes sense to put it in. These rainstorms have not helped. <laughs> this is, this wild weather is not helping in the process. Um, what do I think it's going to be like? I think you're going to see divots and bits of grass flying all over the place. That's what I think we're going to see. Is the ground crew working hard to do what they can do? Yeah, heck yeah, they're working real hard. But our conditions right now in LA, it's been tough, man. It's been real tough. Um, they'll figure it out, but don't be surprised you know, if it's a little slippery there. I would definitely be bringing out my uh, my long studs for this thing, right? I mean, I would definitely be careful with this. What are you thinking, Tony? You worried about field conditions? I'm not really worried about field conditions. It's just been always a common trend that the field is bad, et cetera, et cetera. You know, um, you kind of just have to play what we have to play. Uh, there's There are worse fields in CONCACAF and in other parts of the world that are worse than this. So, um, you know, may help the growth, but it should dry out by 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 Saturday. Exactly. It's going to be a nice warm day on Friday. So hopefully that, that plays itself for sure. Bam? But you, you also got to remember too, is both teams got to play on the same field. So if it's bad for us, it's bad for them. It all depends mm -hmm. on who's better at adapting to the conditions. I think it's an advantage for us though. They play on turf. Would you rather play on that field? I'd rather play on a soggy grass field than, than what they play in Seattle. That's for sure. So you can put it that way. We're fine compared to them. Um, all right. So Soccer USA, I'll say to add, and he says, I agree with you guys. Campos is the best new signing. Uh, Tomas ready to go, but stealing for Martinez is great. I'm excited for all of them. Not sure where Vela fits in if he comes back. That's where I'm sitting, man. Um, and then he also brought in uh, not to forget Ordas in the mix as well. Well, honestly, don't be surprised if Ordas starts. We'll talk about it as we talk about you know the, the lineups. Don't be shocked if he's in the starting lineup. The dude is producing at the preseason. He is putting it in the back of the net consistently already. So if you're looking at individual performance, he looks ready. Don't be shocked if he's in the lineup. Not at all. So uh, thanks for bringing Ordaz up because it's true. He's, he's the one battling, right, until we figure things out later on this year. The kids get to show off. We've got some real bright spots that now they get minutes. I even saw rumors that Bogush might be up front. So it's 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 kind of out there, man. I know. I know. Uh, so, yeah, there is that. So there are comments for now, guys. Definitely add more as we go through the preview. We're going to check with you before we head out tonight to get a little bit more info from you guys as well and share it. Again, we love, love what you guys have to say. Uh, value it. That's for certain. Uh, Add him later, guys. All right, let's go on to the next thing, which, of course, is the big one. That's right. We're taking on the Sounders this weekend. Those guys are nemesis, you could say. Uh, but I feel like we're more of a nemesis to them these days than they are to us. But it is the real rivalry. It is the two best teams in the Western Conference. No doubt about it. Uh, these are the big boys. They got that chip we wanted last year before we did. I know. Um, we're still hunting. They're hunting for more. You know, it's the Seattle Sanders. It's what they do. Of course, they're celebrating a big anniversary with their throwback kits. Those look kind of cool. I kind of like the look. I like our look better, of course. Uh, but, yeah, Sanders are who they are. Overall, matchup, this is kind of fun. We've got nine wins. They've got five wins. Four draws, of course. Uh, it's always been pretty even. It's always been pretty tough, and it usually goes by a goal uh, to separate. So, uh Records from last year, I will say this right now. I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters. Teams have had enough changes that this is a fresh one for us. That's for certain. Um, previous meeting, of course, we took them down, took them out of the playoffs. 
right? Uh, Western Conference semifinals, Bronco scoring the lone goal in the 30th minute. Big game. Uh, they have revenge on their minds. I would too. Now, do they look different? Yes, they do. Bam. Do you want to go over the roster moves? Or you want me to run through those guys? There's a lot of changes. Them. You gonna do them? You can run through them. You can run through them. I'll run through them. All right, I'll run it. Fine. Um, all right. So who's gone? I think that's the best way to start. Who's left? Well, Nico Ladero is gone. Uh, Kellen Rowe is gone. Uh, Freddie Montero, he's gone. I know, right? Um, Ebert. A.B. Sissoko, midfielder Ethan Doubleair. Who cares about that guy, right? But still, uh, Ladero is the story, right? The engine for that team. He's gone. He's moved on. He's gone on to Orlando, who's considered the dark horse of the East this year. Uh, yeah. So they've lost a lot. Who do they have in? Well, they have a big one that came in. They have Pedro de la Vega uh, that came in, a winger. Uh, supposed to be something special out there, guys. Um, there's the ups and downs and debates on this, but they're high on him. So this is going to be a new a new threat for us. We got Na uh, defender Nathan from San Jose. So they solidified their back line. Uh, our old friend Danny Masofsky is now there. Uh, also Jonathan Bell, another defender. So they've actually really, really solidified that back line. Um, yeah, they had the best defense last year. Right, I think at least goals against, and now they're better. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, get ready for that. Of course, you can't put them all in the field at the same time, right? Uh, so we'll see what happens. But De La Vega is their story. Um, they had less goals against than games played last year, which is, is nuts, like I said. And they're now even, even better. Um, possible starting lineups, of course. Fry is your – okay, so no shocks here. Bam. What's their system going to look like? How do they line up? I'll throw it to you because you could probably guess it with your eyes closed. Four, two, three, one. Just oh, oh hey, there you go. Uh, bingo. You got that one again. Well, they're not going to change, guys, is what they do, and they build for that. that that's how it is. Um, now, potential lineups. Of course, Fry, of course, always, always in goal. Um, Roldan, Andrade, Baker, Tolo. The classic uh, back line. But again, they now have Nathan. Could he find his way in? Um, Atencio, Jao Paulo is back. Uh, Kristen Roldan, Albert Rusnak. That's probably your, you know, what you're seeing in the midfield. And of course, De La Vega, Morris are going to stand out as their main attackers. I'm always like, whenever I see Jao Paulo, I'm always worried. That's the guy I always worry about on this team because he just seems to be the guy. Um, he's good at bullying us. That's for sure. But we found a way around him last year. So we could say that. Uh, again, no shock to where they are. Just a little bit of changes because of the need to change. Uh, but now Rusnak, who didn't have the greatest year last year, probably going to feature more this year. Should be interesting. Mosovsky, look for him off the bench. That's for, for sure. Uh, Bam, I put the depth chart out. Did you take a look at that for Seattle as well? What are your thoughts, man? They look pretty deep, don't they? They do. Um I don't be surprised if you see Moose come in for De La Vega from time to time. On the outside? Yeah, but they'll try and play two up front. You think they're going to switch twos up at times and just go high right. if they need to? Yeah. Okay. I mean, they again, they, they, knowing them, you know, they're pretty they're pretty good about it. They're consistent what they want to do, but yeah, don't put it past the Schmetzer, right? Guy's pretty smart. Um, Depth-wise, I think it's pretty wild when you look at it. Striker, your options are Morris, Rui Diaz, Wasowski, Rothrock, right? Heavy, heavy up front. Uh, wingers, De La Vega, Chu, Tevez on the left side. Roldan, Rodriguez, Baker, Whiting on the right side. They're deep. This team is deep this year. Uh, number 10s, Roldan could play that, and Rusnak is expected to be the guy, right? Uh, defensive mid, again, Three deep on both ends because they do play too low. So it, it's going to be an interesting year. Um, for me, I would say, who do we go after? Nuhu, right? That's like our guy. <laughs> I don't think it's going to change much in this game. I think people are going to feel themselves out the way they normally do, and that's going to play. I think the bigger story is going to be us, right, because of all the changes. 
what are we going to do? How are we going to field it? How are we going to approach this team with the new faces we have out there who have never faced these guys or dealt with these guys before? Yeah, our older guys know what to expect, but there's some new faces that are going to start in this game, and it's going to be the story of how they handle what Seattle has to offer. I mean, that that's the real thing. Um, so I throw it to you guys, and t- Tony, I'm going to go to you first. I think the back line's kind of obvious, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you want to name those off? Who do you think is going to start for our back four? Um, if we're going by predictions and the best for the spot at the moment, it's Campos on the left. Long and Murillo in the middle and Hollington on the right. Right. And the options, of course, on the right would be Palencia, which I think we could expect at at Hollingshead's age, right? No shock there. Um, Center back situation, we're now in a – I feel – I know we've lost a world-class talent here. He's a coach now, but still – I think we're pretty good where we're looking right now. Center back. I don't think there's a need to really improve. I'll go to you, Bam. We know Long and Mario are the leaders for now, but they could be replaced, right? I mean, we do have the, the soldiers for this now. We do. Like, we've got Segura and all that too. I wouldn't mind one more just in case. Mm-hmm. Prospect or veteran? Prospect. Prospect. Yeah, because Delevay De is gonna get some minutes at some point, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, like, like I'd rather have that. In theory, we've got four center backs. That's where you look at. It. You got four center backs and all that. Wouldn't mind that fifth one, just in case. You know, we do have some hot heads that sit in center back, so you never know what yeah, what can do. happen. We got, we got, we got three that that can spark at times, don't we? Uh, <laughs> that could get funny. Uh, of course, goalkeeper situation is interesting. Um, Lloris is it, it's interesting because of the way it's approached, the way the lineup is. We know who the starter is, right? It's Lloris. There's, there's no question about that. But how does our back line react to a goalkeeper that sits as high as he does? That is going to be interesting, especially with the way that Seattle approaches the game. And now we have this willingness of a goalkeeper that wants to start plays that wants to cycle the ball. He was doing it in preseason quite regularly. The ball would come back to him and then reset. Kind of like the way Ilya would drop back between our center backs and be the guy to reset. There were plays where Lloris was doing that. Uh, and that's going to be really interesting to see in our home field if they're going to keep doing that when the games count. He likes to play high, higher than any goalkeeper we've ever had. He will be our most aggressive one we've had by far, by far. And then after him, it's still a work in progress, right? I mean, Romero's there, but we all know where he's going to probably play most of his games. And then the third guy is the mystery. Have we heard anything about the signing boys of our third goalkeeper? I know we've had some trialists, but nothing official. Yeah, weird, a little weird. We'll see. (laughs) <laughs> not official yet now midfield situation is interesting as well and this is where i'm feeling okay you know i want a 10 i do i still want a playmaker but it ain't so bad in the midfield i'm gonna go to you bam uh who are your three to start for this game and let's talk about depth after that so my three to start for this game i'm gonna go with Ilya, atwesta and tillman Ilya Twista Tillman. Okay. Uh, of course, your guys off the bench at that point would be Bogush and Duenas, right? As your as your substitution options. Again, Duenas is is a work in progress, but he's shown some great, great minutes before for us. And then there's Bogush, man, like a battle, right? I still think the Tillman Bogush battle is real. Um, Tony, what are you, what are you thinking? Um, it's real. I'd rather um if I was gonna do, I think I'd pick Bogush over Tillman just because of the spark and how fast we're moving. He plays that better. We already have a slower midfield in Ilya, of course, because he's like up in age. So I would use Bogus as that chance because that's what kind of costed us, let's be honest, the, the cup last year in the finals because we went too slow and could open it up. Do you think there could be a chance that we will ease a twist in rather than throw him, throw him into the mix? Say so you have Bogus starting with T- Tillman and, and uh, Ilya, and then the Twista comes in later. 
Um, maybe. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but just because he knows, I think it's more of also a twist. And I know it's a different coach and a somewhat different system, but it's still home for him. He's so familiar with most of the players who are here and the staff. So I don't see him not starting, but I do see I could see him like starting off of the bench for just this one first game. And of course, the beautiful thing is we know we, we're used to seeing him as like that number six spot, right? The deep line guy. That's what mm-hmm. he did before for us. And then we got Ilya. Beautiful part is he can play higher for most of the game. And when Ilya needs to come out, Atuesta okay. just drops back and you bring someone else in with some offensive firepower, mm-hmm. um, which is nice. It's very convenient, right? Again, I, I don't worry too much about our midfield. We still want that superstar, right? The guy that can really do something. But it's okay to be where we're at right now. It's survivable, that's for sure. Of course, now becomes the, the, the story, right? The, the top line. This is where all the questions are at, especially with Vela being in the wind, okay? Who starts? Who starts where? I think the one thing we know, we all know for certain, Boanga, of course, is the guy on the left. No doubt about, about that. I think the right is figured out, right? Olvera's looked like Olvera. Uh, he's been fine in preseason. He's got to be the guy that starts. No question. Um, it's the third guy. Who battles? Who goes for it? Um, I will go back to you, Tony. Who is your third option that goes with Buanga and Olvera for this game? Out of experience and most likely, I would say Ordaz. But Martinez is very close to maybe starting that one. But if I was going to do with experience with the two players that have already been up there up front, um, again, we couldn't really get a good look in preseason because we could get an actual like field look unless you went to Coachella and watched them. And then, of course, the game was behind closed doors last one. Uh, Martinez probably could take the spot. But at the moment, from just an eye, I would say Ordaz because, you know, we've had him for so long and he's touted really well. So this is his opportunity to start and take the spot and claim it as his. But again, Martinez is there to you know, bring up firepower. Competition is real, guys. You know, I know everybody's like, oh, we need that lead name player. We got a real competition for that last spot, and it's a healthy one. It's not like a, a desperation one. It's no, you've got promising players that can really do some damage. Um, I'll go to you, Bam, because uh, let's just say right now, what's the depth chart, right? Buonga left and right. Olvera left and right. right? You know they're going to switch around a lot. Um but then you have on hell or Daz center striker options. Um, Martinez, who's more natural to the right side than Darbo, I guess is on the roster right now um, as, as a reserve player as well. And of course, Buke is gone. Gonzalez is gone. Who cares? Those guys are gone. Um, they're not coming back. So we look at what we got. Where are you looking, Bam? Who's starting? Who's who's coming off the bench? How is it going to work? Oh, with Tony, you know, Ordaz has proved himself in preseason. You got to give him a, a crack up top. If it doesn't work, then you bring on Angel. But I expect the top three, although they'll be in their positions, does be rotating around, floating around, and seeing what happens. Yeah, I think it's fluid up there. I think everything moves. Um, they did it during preseason. Um, there were times you saw Olvera making plays on the left side. You saw Buanga all over the freaking place. Um, I could be in the middle at times too. So, yeah, it's it's very interesting. Um, I do know that the play between the chemistry between Angel and Buanga looked good so far in preseason, but Ardas keeps producing. So, a good problem for, for Steve Turndola. I think the guy, though, that... I don't see him starting. I see him coming off the bench would probably be Martinez simply because he just hasn't had enough time with the boys. I, I you know, I, I don't think it's there yet. Um, but off the bench, yeah, for sure. I, I think that could happen. Um, I feel good. I know we're going to get better. I mean, it's a luxury to have the lineup, but we have knowing that you can still add two DPs into this mix. Like, man, no, everybody's everybody in the league would wish they were in our position right now. I got to be honest. Um, you've got cap space at the moment. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty good where we're at right now. Um, I know it took a lot of changes and it was a little unsettling, but it all makes sense when you look at the lineup. Now we're younger, we're faster, cheaper. 
Um, and if things need help, we we can we can afford it. We can make something special in the summer. So uh, yeah, Tony, your thoughts on the lineup? Concerns? How are you feeling for this weekend? I'm feeling pretty pretty hyped for this lineup. Um, again, when we when you first heard who we're not getting, and there's still openings available, I was concerned, but again. We seem to find players that Noah has been watching, and then the league takes it from us, and go, they go away, come back, and play for another team, and become their captain. So um, I have no concerns. We'll see moving forward. Um, I'll put this out there. As long as we don't have the issue of we cannot finish when we need to finish, then I'll be okay, because that was the biggest concern last year was missing opportunities when we had the chance which has always been an issue for lasc i since day one i mean we we create opportunities like crazy we're not a team that that's that's stifled when it comes to chance creation that's this it's not something we do um we create our opportunities the issue is finishing and as tony says has always been that that issue with this team is just the efficiency of it all now i will say this when you do have a young roster Hot and cold streaks are real. Uh, <laughs> confidence issues do come up at times. But since it's a proper competition and the three guys can fight for this pretty much, you can't have one's cold, one's hot. You know, there's a way to move them out and move them on. Uh, but you're not going to get all cold at the same time, that's for sure. Uh, so, yeah, uh, things are looking right. Uh, bam, overall thoughts going into game one? Look, we're in a decent position. We have obviously a lot more we can do, a lot more we should do. Let's get through the first game, get in there, get out with three points, everyone get home safely, and let's bring it on. There it is. Back to the show. All right, so I see about 12 comments out there from you guys, so I'm going to jump it right back over to our community. Again, the reason we do what we do. Let's see where you guys are at on this. Uh, let's move it back, 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 way back. Oh, man, there's a lot of guys talking tonight. This is good. This is good. Mm. LAC Wolf says, LAFC is now the Western Conference rival to all now. I mean, again, you go to two finals. You're the Western Conference champion two years in a row because that is what we are. We've still got a trophy there, guys. Um, not the one we want, but hell, it's there. You're still the best in the West until you're not. And two straight years, you are. You're the guy with the target on your back. That's how it's supposed to be, and you took out big teams. Take it, love it, be that guy. Um, Smalls is on here. Says, feels good to be back. Good to see you on here, Smalls. Uh, Wolf says, Tony's rocking the new kit. Yes, he is. Mine arrives tomorrow. Can't wait. It's on. Uh, good stuff. Junior, busy man. He's probably working right now. Let's see what Junior says here. He says, think our best signings are yet to come and we whoever our summer signings are. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be pretty, right? I mean, we got huge opportunities. And we've never really truly utilized all three properly, right? There was that third DP curse. Let's change that this year. Let's do something special. Uh, Wolf, I was waiting for the lineups, right? I mean, we saved the best for last. That's what we're doing on this episode. Um. Wolf also talks about the last five matches. Three wins, two draws, Seattle no wins. Yeah, I mean, we've kind of taken it towards the end here, right? Um, and it's looked good. So, still, they're going to come for us. We know how Seattle is. Um, Marvin thinks Seattle's washed and old. Uh, De La Vega is a good signing, but he's young, not going to dominate their attack yet. I think they're balancing out boring and predictable. Uh, he's going for low score Saturday. I mean, it's. I think it's going to be tighter than we'd like it to be, honestly. I think also what's going to happen is we're going to run and gun because of who's available. I don't doubt that for a second that the run and gun is going to happen for us on counterattacks, and we can kill them on counterattacks. I think we've got to let them come at us and then take advantage in transition. Again, you're going to say the old thing. This is, <laughs> this is where it falls in is, is you catch them on counters. Um, and if you do that, you'll find your way. It's worked before. We'll see what happens. Um, oh, Soccer USA is asking, what is the ultimate benefit of owning clubs in other countries? Just wondering. Okay. So let's put 
Yeah, you go for it. It's fun. All right. So first way to look at it is look at Citigroup, for example. They've got teams or all around the world. Um, New York City's just signed a decent player who's going to end up at Manchester City for a lot lesser and all that kind of stuff. That's one thing that we can look at doing is finding these kids that are in these youth academies from over there, get them here, get them up, then sell them on for future and all that too. So don't look at it now. Look at it in 10 years' time with all the young kids that go through those academies over there as well. We can also have a look at a lot better. True. And I heard that Girona in La Liga is also part of Citigroup, right? believe so, so yes. means their standout players can now head to manchester city as well <laughs> fun owning other teams people uh yeah that uh the other thing is this property okay you now have properties all over the world just hear me out on this you may need to build stadiums there which adds to your valuation you're the richest team in this league and now you have properties growing in other places and stadiums that you'll have to do. Grasshopper needs a stadium. They want to get their old stadium back. They don't own it. Okay? They're in a borrowed stadium now. Now that we're the guys, now we're in the stadium building business and property business and events business because you're going to have concerts in these stadiums, right? Things are going to happen. If you keep building on and adding teams, you add to your valuation, which then gives you buying power to get even bigger players as time goes on especially for the, your main team, which is this one here. Uh, so you want the big stars? Got to have the money to back it up. Got to have the credit to back it up, right? Uh, this helps. So you can get developmental players. You can also get star players because, well, you got you got the finances. You got the stability to grow. So that's why you get other teams. And it's Owning things is good, especially if they become profitable. <laughs> that's the point. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all kinds of ways it helps on these teams. Uh, LSC Wolf says average points per game, 1.2, 1.4. Yeah, yeah, we'll see, though. This year is going to be rather wild. Um, <laughs> if Antoine Griezmann is watching, uh, what would be your pitch to get him to join us? Well, it's usually sunny. <laughs> it's a nice place to play. It's a nice place to live. Um, this team challenges for things. That is for certain. There's history to be made here. Um, you can be that guy, right? What are we looking for? Club World Cups. We're looking for our own our own thing. Be the, you know, you can be that legend, and of course, enjoy yourself. And in in LA, you can disappear when you want to disappear, or be a part of the spotlight when you want to be the spotlight. That's the beauty of being here. Um, so we'll see. I feel good about it. I again stars are on their way. People want to play here. Um Marvin Chavez says, of course, not gonna lie, concerned about our attack uh experience, attack depth on Helen Ardaz are very young and experienced. Olvera, although better himself, is young too. Um, we might over rely on Bowanga. We shall see. Again, they gotta play the game at the end of the day. Um we've had young players before that took off. That's what we do. The whole making stars thing. We've done it before. We could do it again, and we will do it again. Um, oh, yeah, Wolf. Uh, I like this. So, did anyway, watch Hercules Gomez putting his chips on LAFC, betraying Carson. He said, why, why Faith? I've not gotten paid by them since 2006. I don't think he was a clown. I think he was being dead honest about it. Um, he knows what's there. He know, He sees what's going on here. He's not blind. What did they do in the offseason if you really want to go there? Um, it's us, man. It's what we do. Uh, two straight finals. You can't sneeze at that. And we can change so many players and still be competitive. If anybody else in the league wants to move that many bodies in one season, I don't think they're going to be competitive. But we are. We're different. So, yeah, I think that's where he's at. And, of course, it is fun to be controversial. And Hercules has his moments where he loves to be controversial. Um, oh, soccer USA Fosters does not represent Australia. He will tell you, Bam will tell you that a million times. Um, uh, what food or drink represents LAFC? 
Um, wow, I I Lamanarca Bakery. I'll go there. The coffee's good. I'm cool with it. Yeah, see, Tony's with me, man. Um, street food represents LA. I honestly like, dude, it's that's the story now. So I'd say anything street food from any part of the world is now home here and it has an LA vibe to it. So yeah. Um, Jonah B says, What's up, pod fam? What do you guys think of Tom Bogert? Comments about LAC summer signing, big things coming. I think Tom Bogert is right. Why wouldn't it be? We do much better with the summer signings than the winter signings when it comes to names outside of Carlos Vela, right? Uh, so we'll see. I think he's right. Look at it this way. The European championships are happening. Yeah, okay. Uh, a lot of guys are hanging on to Europe right now, not quick to move out this way because they still want a future for their national teams as the big tournament's coming. After it's done, there's going to be a lot of older players or you know veteran players we'll say that will be nice veteran players they're done with their national teams after this tournament they've had their moment now it's time to explore and so they're going to be again globally a, a rush for players that are going to feature in, in in that and the copa america uh names that some are used to some are not used to yeah when the big international tournaments come around all of a sudden everybody's paying attention so i think again that's why the summer signings could be pretty for us and other teams too, right? Uh, but people will be on the move, that's for sure. Sargi USA is asking about the third jersey. That's what we're hearing too. Yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> Barry, he's with me on this. You can do some wonderful accounting tricks with larger portfolio of teams and properties. Exactly. Manage your debt. I'm just going to say it. That's how you do it. All right. Exactly. Um. Barry says, when will Vela eventually sign? It depends. I mean, how many passes does he have for the slopes? I don't know. Maybe when maybe when the snow goes away. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I just, again, it sounds like he still wants to come back. So, all good. Um, Wolf, any word on US Open Cup? I do have not so great word on the US Open Cup. Yeah. Um, from what I've heard, not good things. Um, it still sounds like MLS doesn't want to play ball. They're trying to find a way out of it still, even though, again, sanctioning requires it. D1 sanctioning requires it. Uh, but it does sound like a contentious situation. And I would say this, as fans demand it. We heard Ilya himself in his interview asking for it. Respect the history. I, I think that's critical. Uh, if we don't respect our history, what's the point? Football is about history, right? It's about culture. It's about tradition, as well as, you know, the beautiful part of this game that we love so much. But all of it's built off of having a history and building off of that and growing off of that. If you abandon your history, what's the point? It, I think it stinks. I think it does. I think you do a whole lot more with the Open Cup, and it just hasn't happened because the league's heart isn't in it. Right. If it was, it would be there. But I think they want to replace it with these these moneymaker cups. Quick, quick buck tournaments, sadly. So uh, we'll see what happens. But the, the the vibrations aren't great. That, that's for sure. That's for sure. Bam, do you want to jump in on this? Look, for being one of the oldest cups, not only in America, but in the world, too, to show it the blatant disrespect is bullshit I'll, I'll say it i'm sorry but something that is steeped in history should be kept yeah i think it says more about the legitimacy of our league than the legitimacy of the open cup honestly if you can't take tradition what traditions we do have what little traditions we do have seriously uh it's hard to take this league seriously again the Open Cup is still here. Our refs aren't. I don't know what's more damaging to you guys, playing in an Open Cup or playing without proper referees. Again, a lot to say right now. Uh, let's see. Jose Bernal. Hola, fam. Just got out of work. Hope we get to playoffs and win the League Cup. Oh, win everything. I mean, that's what we're in for. Uh, I really want an Open Cup, though. I really do want that to be a competition this year. Uh, Marvin's with me on that. We haven't won that one. I want that one. Um, Wolf says, I'm with Marvin. 
on this one. Thank you for answering question. Hey, always, guys. Always. Um, Barry, right on about history. You got to find a way to make it work. Market it correctly. It can work. That's the thing. It can work. You can find other ways. If I was U.S. soccer, I would be a jerk about this and connect all of the international tournaments to like the top five teams in the Open Cup. Get fun with it. Take it from every other competition and all of your bonuses for CONCACAF, everything, put on the Open Cup. Then all of a sudden you'll see a different attitude from MLS because that's where they want to go, right? They, they want to go to the big shows. So U.S. soccer holds those cards. They do. Be messy, but they do hold those cards. Um, <laughs> yeah, 100%. I see that. Ricardo, nice to see you on here. It's you checking in with us, man. It is good to see you again. Can't wait to see you at the tailgate. That's for sure, man. See you in the stands, too. Uh, again, I think I've been supporting with Ricardo. Ins and outs, different clubs, all over that stuff. I think it's nearly 20, 20 seasons. <laughs> it's been a long time, man. So good seeing you out here, Ricardo. Good stuff. Um, LSO says they said last year if LSC played USA, it would be uh, USOC, it would be LSC2 playing. Well, I think they kind of got kicked back on that. Again, whoever can fill your senior roster, you can use whoever you want. That's your choice. We'll see. We'll see. All right, good stuff on the comments, guys. I think we are covered. Again, you guys are all amazing. I can't wait to see you all this weekend. From a distance for Bam, though. I know, man. We can't get to, wait to get you back here again, of course. Uh, but it's on, guys. We're all back together again, back to the stadium. It is real. It is real. All right, so let's bring on the final thoughts. Again, thank you, everybody. That's ultimately it, right? Uh, I'm going to go with Tony first. Final thoughts, my friend. Um, final thoughts is rest up for Saturday. It's going to be an early one, so get there early. Um, warm up the vocal cords because, you know, it's going to be a rough one because it's the first time we are going to be able to sing back in the North End. Um, drink responsibly. Uh, it is an early one, so make sure you are not over-intoxicated and everything. And, of course, you know... If you are able to buy the new jersey, do it. If you're not, you know, there's there's a sold third jersey coming out too. So you also have to plan for that one as well. Um, but other than that, you know, just have fun. Let's get a get a great start to the season and you know move forward from that. There it is. Thank you, Tony. Good well said, sir. Again, afford it when you can on the jersey. These things are super expensive. Yeah. Five jerseys for my family, that was nearly a thousand bucks, man. Like honestly, it, brutal it's absolutely brutal that's not normal but there we are uh bam final thoughts final thoughts um first things first i'm gonna throw tony on on the spotlight here congratulations <laughs> mate a whole year congratulations oh, is yeah. absolutely it's absolutely amazing what you've done over the last year um just let you know that i am proud of everything that you've achieved everything that you will achieve it's been amazing to see this change in you um for those that don't quite know it's been a year since alcohol has touched those beautiful lips of tony's <laughs> and for that i was gonna give him all the credit in the world um he's a stronger man than me but remember guys you don't need a drink to have fun tony's a pure example of that he gets up there have fun if you see him in a stand buy him a water buy him a non-alcoholic mocktail just wish me congratulations and for, remember as always guys mental health matters it's okay to not be okay conversations can change a life look after each other get to the game have fun get home safely and let's get three points well said sir and yes congratulations tony on the one year plus it's keeping going here um he likes coffee especially Lamanarca. i'll just say that right now I know we don't want a 12 cup showing up in the north, and I get it. I get it, Tony. I'll be but if you catch him, he probably would drink it. But uh, I'm telling you, the man likes his coffee. He likes his coffee, especially those coffees. I like them too. But uh, uh, again, dude, we're we're proud of you, man. Like it's been one hell of a transition for you, dude. Um, and strong dude you're strong i think that that's the one word to say is a strength dude um it's courageous to to take it to accept it and to move forward it, it 
it's courage, man. And to run through, we're we're beyond proud of you, dude. Just keep it up. Keep up. What are we looking for you on this one, too? You know that. You got a, you got a lot of love in the North End, so mm-hmm. uh, do what you do best, man. Get in that get in that couple stand and make it happen. Especially this weekend, we need it. We need it. Um, all right. So my final thoughts, ultimately, guys. Um, I'm happy to be back with all of you for another year. Say hi, North End, outside. Just say hi if you got questions. We love conversation. We dig it. Not when the game is playing, of course. But when it's when it's the time where we hanging out. Yeah, come on down. We love it. We love it. Whether it's at HQ, does not matter. Um, conversations are what keeps us all united in this and communication is is essential so yeah never hold back a conversation from us we dig it we do um for the rest of you guys in the north and give me all you got this weekend i want to see the best we can possibly be we're back there again after a very interesting 2023 challenging 2023 um let it all out for 2024 that is for certain i think that's where we're gonna stay on this one is is uh be ready be ready for the weekend so final word tony stay golden los angeles final word man stay golden and for me to all of you stay golden los angeles for listening to the heart of lafc make sure to leave us a rating and review on itunes or stitcher shoulder to shoulder the black and gold is taking over